0: Detroit
1: Strange. So, welcome to Detroit Strange.
0: You know, your favorite podcast about weird things in Detroit.
1: Which we love. Yeah. Uh, that's Alex over there.
0: That's Jessica. How was your weekend?
1: was fine. I definitely watched uh, some Game of Thrones. Oh. That was amazing. I, I also heard this saw last the Avengers. It
0: was divisive.
1: Uh yeah, it was really good. I don't I don't like fight scenes. Well, now this is going to date us to when we actually recorded this, but I mean,
0: same with Avengers though. Yeah. It's fine.
1: I don't particularly love fight scenes and things, so I was like, "Oh, full episode of a fight scene." But like I was pretty engaged the whole time. I think cuz they they it was all a fight scene, but there were enough things that weren't just like on the battlefield happening that I was still like, oh, oh, oh. And, like, also piecing things together was very interesting. Yeah. I won't say more than that for obvious reasons. But.
0: Are, you, are you are you a superhero kind of hoe?
1: Uh, I do like the MCU. Okay. Um, I, I enjoy... Marvel Comic Universe. Yes. Okay. As far as, like, the movies and stuff are concerned. I'm not against the comic books. I'm not as into them. The only comic books I've really read are some of the Jessica Jones ones. Uh, which is like the Netflix. MC-
0: I do like Kristen Ritter. That's all I know about that.
1: I really, really liked that show. Par- partially because of her, she is just phenomenal. Um, partially because I'm named Jessica, oh, <laughs> so yeah. I think that's why I was first drawn to it. I was like, my first name, hey. Right. Yeah. How was your weekend?
0: My weekend was pretty fantastic.
1: Ooh, dish.
0: So I. Went to the a very John Waters birthday at mm. L Club, mm-hmm. and it was just a great show. I loved seeing. I'm on a huge John Waters kick right now. I hadn't seen a ton of his movies before I went. Like really, all I'd seen was Polyester, which was fabulous.
1: Really, that's the one
0: you've seen out of all of them. That was the first one.
1: Interesting. Um, okay, I've never seen that one, but I've seen others. It's great. We'll have to watch some time at our movie club.
0: Yes, yeah, so I watched Polyester, and then I went to his birthday party, and he just he's a really interesting dude. I pre-ordered his book, Ooh. like literally during like. During the break between him and the musical act. I was like, more of this book right now. But um, and then Jake Shears performed. Oh, fun. It, yeah. Did a great show. And then I ran to someone that I met in L.A. at the show. So that was kind of cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's nice. It's
1: awesome. A good show. Fun night. Well, shall we... Uh, should we get strange? We should get strange. Should we cheers before we get strange? Oh,
0: yes. I forgot to mention. Our drink of the episode is a Metropolitan.
1: Ooh. Fancy. Sounds exotic,
0: but it's really just a Manhattan with brandy because that's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty on brand. But what I did do... Is I did bake for this episode because I felt like it matched pretty well. What? So um, I got some biscuits. And I say it with an accent so you don't think they're biscuits. Nice snap. Good bike. That's a good bike. Holy moly. I'm watching molly. too much Ray British bake off, too. I do have jelly, too, or jam. let um, that's this right here. Producer Patty, can you do me a favor and grab the jam out of the bag? Right here.
1: <laughs> These smell amazing, firstly. You
0: yeah, get the blackberry preserves. I guess it's not jam or jelly.
1: Preserves.
0: Yeah. Preserves. So I made biscuits, and it'll be more clear once we uh, learn the topic.
1: Love any story that comes with a snack. Well, you're um, jamming your biscuit. Oh, I'm jamming real hard right now.
0: Oh yeah, I heard that about you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are delicious, though.
0: I'm glad you like them. So today's topic, or at least my story, is uh, the Alhambra apartment complex.
1: Ooh, I've been curious about that place.
0: Yes. So the Alhambra if you're not familiar with it, it's an apartment building in Detroit. It's at the corner of Temple and Park. Like, Cass Quarter adjacent. It's not technically Cass Quarter. It's behind Temple Bar. You know where Temple Bar is at, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's this old apartment building. It was kind of, when it was built, it was on the ritzy side. It was like an upper-class apartment complex. Uh, nobody's really n- sure when it opened. There's, like, multiple records. Like, some documents say, like, 1895. One tax insurance company says 1987. And the city tax records show 19, or 1899. Huh. Uh, and it's actually on the National Register of Historical Places. So I pulled the paperwork that was filed to make that happen. That's where I got a lot of these facts about the building. So it is one of the oldest apartment buildings in Detroit. And it's a great example of Romanesque revival architecture, which I don't know how familiar you are with Romanesque architecture.
1: I mean, a little bit more columns and things of that nature.
0: Rounded arches is all I really remember. Okay. And it being kind of just like short and squat because they didn't have flying buttresses because those came later. That was gothic. Thank you, art history. Oh, my God. I'm so cultured. Um, <laughs> so that's what—that's kind of how it got its national status. It's like an old building, cool architecture, and just it's a good example of late 1800s living accommodations in general. And then there's a famous tenant, Harvey Firestone. Why?
1: Uh,
0: Firestone Tires.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So he lived in the apartment complex. You can tell that they were for the well to do because it was a six-story apartment building, and there was 24 apartments split amongst six. And you know how big that building is.
1: It's not super big right
0: but that's four apartments a floor
1: okay oh okay yeah mm-hmm. so they're pretty big apartments
0: or they were but the reason we're talking about it today is because of a woman named rose Barron. another rose trying to alert. i
1: was just about to say what's with you and roses
0: it is my sister's middle name she got oh. engaged this weekend it's freaking me out but i'm happy for her
1: <laughs> congrats
0: thanks he did get her a beautiful uh, that morning, was though. for your sister <laughs> i know i'm accepting on her behalf
1: <laughs> okay fair
0: the reason we're talking about this today is because Rose Barron, in January of 1905, poisoned over 40 of the tenants of the apartment complex in a batch of poison biscuits.
1: What? What? Wait, and I'm eating your biscuit right now? <laughs> you sure are. <laughs> well, shit.
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make some biscuits. And she was like, oh my god, it's so exciting. Um, so maybe they're poisoned, maybe they're not. I don't know. This could be the last episode, people. We'll
1: find out in like... 20 minutes? Yeah. Is that how long poison I do, takes?
0: I do have the symptoms of poisoning, so you'll know if they start hitting you. Okay, good. So, Rose Barron, she was described in one article, and I actually found um, some Detroit Free Press clippings online from not exactly this time, but there's some guy in the 40s, like wrote a story about this, like kind of recovered it, but they called her a cultured little mite of a woman. Oh, wow. She was gentle, soft spoken. She was the cook at the Alhambra. And uh, she was demoted to Scrub Woman. Do you know what Scrub Woman is?
1: I'm assuming dishwasher?
0: Kind of just like scrubs the walls, scrubs the floors, just kind of like scrubs.
1: So Cinderella.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to think of it. She was bitter about this because, I don't know, maybe she liked being cooked or something. But she didn't have to work because she had her own money and her husband was a carpenter and he made good money. And he didn't, he was like, you don't have to work. Like, I really don't want you to work. But she stayed there. And also she had cancer at the time. Oh. So that was uh, was one detail that might come back later.
1: That is a lot going on.
0: Yeah. She basically, like, during the trial there was a witness. She asked him to buy her arsenic from the corner drugstore, which I'm wondering, is it just like a a box labeled arsenic? Like, how do you buy just arsenic? I mean, I don't really know how 1905.
1: I feel like it'd be in a jar. Right?
0: Yeah. So he went and bought her jar of arsenic. She was like, I need it to kill rats, but I'm too ashamed to ask myself. Huh? Yeah, 1900s. I don't know. Uh, The guy did it, bought her arsenic, and then she, one article said that she mixed the arsenic into the baking soda. So I imagine it's got to be like a white powder arsenic.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Um, I don't don't know enough about my poisons yet, so. You'll learn. Okay.
0: Throughout the course of this episode and many others. (laughs) But one thing I started wondering, because you've seen Chicago, right? The musical? Yeah. Yes. I'm wondering in the Cell block tango if like, she inspired the, some men just can't handle their arsenic line.
1: Ooh, possibly.
0: He had it coming. <laughs> it's suspected that she put the arsenic into a batch of biscuits that was like served to the tenants. Like I said, over 40 people were poisoned. Two of them died from the poisoning. Wow. And just some fun facts about arsenic. Again, might come in handy later. So it leads to multi-system organ failure from necrotic cell death. Uh, an acute poisoning can cause diarrhea, vomiting blood, blood and urine, cramping muscles, hair loss, and convulsions. So all
1: the gross things?
0: Yeah. Like, imagine a hair loss happening, like, in real time.
1: While you're having diarrhea and convulsing.
0: Cute. <laughs> Long-term exposure has been linked to causing cancer.
1: Is that why she had cancer, you think?
0: Jury's still out. We'll see. There's a, there's a fun fact about that later. That I had some speculation. My conspiracy theories, I guess. Ooh. But now you're probably thinking, how could the soft, sweet, gentle mite of a woman do this? <laughs> wasn't as sweet as she thought. Uh, they found out there
1: was like a trail of death behind her. From uh, all the arsenic she was using to cause her cancer and kill people, right? Eh? Yeah, honestly. Oh, really? Oh, um, hey. Oh, I didn't mean to. No, that's fine.
0: I guess there are just people in her family who died under mysterious circumstances. And her father-in-law died from arsenic poisoning. Come uh, on now. And like, she knew she was dying and better about being demoted. So like... What really did she have to lose? She was described as vastly superior in worldly wisdom than her husband. And, like, her husband, I can't, like... Again, Chicago reference, we're going to make it. He's the cellophane guy.
1: <gasps> Ooh, Mr. Cellophane.
0: Yeah, um... Because he stayed with her this whole time. Even, like, she would tease him when he tried to, like, blunderingly offer alibis for her.
1: Oh. Like, yeah, poor guy. Like, you just want to hug him.
0: Maybe. I I don't like John C. Riley though. R- what? Yeah, unpopular opinion.
1: Yeah, why?
0: I think it's because he did so many of those like dumb humor movies with Will Ferrell.
1: Oh yeah, I just avoided those.
0: I feel like that's what I don't like.
1: I saw one of them and then I was like, "This is not for me."
0: Maybe I need to do what I did with Will Ferrell and watch some of his more serious roles. Oh yeah, like, my favorite Will Ferrell movie is uh, *Stranger Than Fiction*.
1: Oh, it's so I, I. That's immediately what popped in my head. Yeah, Such I a don't good like movie. Elf. Mm. I st- it, that one's adorable. You really need to grow a heart then if you don't like Elf.
0: Oh, I fully acknowledge that I need a heart. Okay, I've good. Been re- okay like good. Literally, when I was grocery shopping today, a child ran out in front of my cart. And I was like, oh, gross. Why is he here? Like, whose kid is this? <laughs> I have no heart.
1: Aw, I'm going to call you the Grinch. Yay.
0: Well, I used to joke that I had a foundation called Cold Hands, Cold Hearts because my hands are always cold.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: But anyway, back to the story. Yes. Since, like, you know, it was a very well-to-do apartment complex, the trial became almost a social event because all the people involved were the well-to-do Detroit. And so the judge providing over the trial was J- Judge James Felon, which I think is an interesting name for a judge, spelled with a P-H.
1: Well, because he was cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. He was, like, known for his memory and was frustrated by Rose and her agile mind. Oh, those agile minds. Which just makes me think that she's just, like, this quick bitch, and I like that about her. <laughs> I respect that as someone with no heart and a quick wit.
1: I like that you respect the murderer in this situation.
0: Alleged. Alleged. (laughs) Alleged. Alleged murderer. (laughs) And there was also a detective named Eli Baker called Owl Eye Eli. That's quite a name. Yeah, he kind of... He's awesome as Shelby. and just kind of, like, just messes things up. Yeah. So the defense was claiming that the poisoning was coming from faulty plumbing in the building. Wait, what? Faulty plumbing?
1: Yeah, how does that poison people? Well, Well, I... I mean, bad water can poison people <laughs> Flint. Um, yeah. But faulty plumbing?
0: I was kind of questioning that too. But then also, I guess the most common form of long-term exposure is from contaminated drinking water. But then it like, also raises the question, like, why just this building? And then also, like, how did everyone suspiciously around the same time get poisoned? Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, poison, people have different bodies. They metabolize things faster or slower based on, you know... Yeah. Things.
1: But for it to hit that sudden and that many people is...
0: Right. It's a little like... A little suspicious. Okay. Sure, Jan. I watched the Brady Bunch movie yesterday. It was fabulous. Okay. So at one point, one of the jurors stood up and screamed, my God, I've been poisoned, and then collapsed on the floor. So the doctors rushed in, and they were like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? It turned out he had the power of suggestion, and he just fainted, <laughs> um, which I would make fun of more, but I've fainted before. Oh, yeah. No, me so, too. Like, it's a real thing. I, well, it almost happened once when I was working in the hospital, and then my sister, who actually works in the hospital, fainted when she was going to take for her shift. I guess it's a common thing for people who work in healthcare to just, like, faint when they're first starting out. But I didn't. She did. So I was making fun of her. But then I fainted recently. I just, like, was in this weird phase where I'm like, you know what? Eating food's overrated. <laughs> and so I wasn't eating enough food and then just, like, drank like I was still eating. Mm-hmm. and then i fainted into someone's arm on valentine's day we've been married for three months
1: oh my what a story
0: right not really sounds like
1: you need more biscuits in your life
0: i do i do <laughs> thankfully i've started watching the great british bake-off and that's all i do now so i've learned my lesson <laughs> nothing tastes as good as being skinny
1: feels is la oh yeah i learned that a long time ago
0: <laughs> so back to old owl eye eli uh, so during one of the breaks or whatever, he was looking at like, I guess one of the pieces of evidence was a display of the Alhambra's plumbing system. And he apparently worked as a plumber before he's a det- detective. I don't really know how old timey law schools went, but I guess maybe they had a plumbing chapter or something. But, um. I mean,
1: he had to get himself through law school somehow. It was that or being an exotic dancer.
0: I mean, no shame either way. Can you imagine like a 1900, like nineteen hundred, 1900, nineteen oh five, 1905 erotic dancer, exotic dancer, They're just, like, showing ankle and doing the Charleston or something, and I'm here for that. (laughs) Anyway, so he is a plumber. He knows something wrong with the diagram, and he took it upon himself to correct it. Mind you, this was a piece of evidence in the court, and as soon as they came back, the defense attorney noticed it, and he accused the prosecutor of trickery. (laughs) Literally, trickery.
1: Oh, wow. That is some really good uh, court talk. Yeah. Law talk, as it were.
0: So the judge was pissed. It said he was shouting so loud that he could be heard across the river. Oh, my. Yeah. Canada? I think so. Mm. So Eli confessed that he tampered with the evidence, but only because he found the drawing wrong and wanted to correct it. So I'm not sure if this is why, but Rose was acquitted. She got Mm -hmm. off. Say what? Yeah, she did not get charged with murder. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she still didn't have cancer, though, so she died.
1: Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) I don't feel better, but
0: I mean, it's sad now that she haunts the building, though.
1: Like, As one does,
0: like there's reports of like strange lights being seen in the building, <sighs> and then
1: are there like floating biscuits?
0: I wish. Um, <laughs> I guess there's like a like a floating white apparition in the hallways. I found some pictures online. If I can. Figure out if I can get in trouble or not get in trouble by posting them to our Instagram. Maybe I Copyright will. Copyright and stuff. Yeah.
1: I mean, we're not making any money, so.
0: They were, like, off some dude's, like, blog, though. Make, I'll DM. Make friends. Slide, slide into his DMs. Friends.
1: Slide into that DM, for sure.
0: Yes. But, like, so apparently there's a curse in the building, and it's advised not to eat or drink around the building, so the spirit might poison you. Oh, my. Yeah. That
1: is a vengeful spirit of people who have never harmed them.
0: Yeah, but let's uh figure out what happened to the Alhambra after.
1: Oh, yes, please tell me.
0: So it became a hotel in 1927, and then in sometime in the 50s, it was divided up into 41 apartments.
1: Wait, 24 to 41? Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, so that was in the 50s, and then by the 70s, they became substandard because they took 24 apartments and divided into 41, yeah. and it was in the 50s. Mm-hmm. So, in the 70s, they're like, no. So, then I think it got converted back into a hotel. It kind of just seemed to bounce between apartments and hotel until it was just vacant. And it's currently under renovation. But, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Because I always hear, like, oh, we're renovating this apartment building. It's going to be awesome. It's going to have retail on the bottom and like, all these units. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. That's what this one said, too. So, I'll believe it when I see it.
1: Well, here's the thing. If it does open, we should totally go view one of those apartments. Yes. Just to see it. Look for Rose. I'll
0: bring biscuits. <gasps> But yeah, so they're renovating right now. It's going to be 46 apartments and retail space.
1: 46? Yeah. What is the square footage on those?
0: It's probably small.
1: Mm. Oh, so I could afford it.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you want to live in that building, that's on you. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's my story to this week.
1: That was pretty good. Right? I've been very curious about that building for a long time. Like, I knew it was haunted. I had no idea of the history or anything of that nature but I've been curious why people thought it was haunted.
0: Yeah, I like don't even really know how I chose it. I just kind of was looking at the list we had, and I was like, that's an interesting name. Let's Google this. And I was like, oh, that's Oogie spooky. Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: Well, uh, you know why it was called the Alhambra, right? It's named after some Spanish thing. Yes, there's a play. I also studied art history.
0: Uh,
1: and I took a, a medieval art in Spain yeah. class. 'Cause that's a thing that exists at U of M. Medieval uh, architecture in Spain? Yeah. And No, no art in oh, Spain. Medieval art. But like architecture was included. So the Alhambra was built as a mosque, but it would go between yeah. and then it got taken over by Christians at one point in time and then Muslims like took Those it back. Christians. And so it kept kinda going back and forth. But it was supposed to be like very. It was built by the Muslims as a very like beautiful, like just over the top. It was it was patterned after the Mosque in domas, which yes. is a place which is like one of the big, like biggest, best, well-known mosques in the world. I believe we learned about that one in my art history Probably. class. Probably, but yeah. So and then it was called the Alhambra, and it was like I believe by the ocean. Uh, they had some like really cool pool thing, and just it was like. Just a beautiful structure, or well, it is it still exists? I want to go to Spain and see it. Let's
0: do it, field trip. <gasps> yes,
1: it's as you Please said. Fun f- this field flipping. trip by sending us. Buttons. Yeah, yes, we'll do a crowdsourcing. <laughs>
0: um, there's a GoFundMe send uh, Detroit strange Spain. Yeah, um, <laughs> I like that it balanced between Christianity and Muslim. Just kind of this place, kind of bounced between hotel mm-hmm. and apartments.
1: Oh, oh, how poetic.
0: Yeah, and you know, I was as I was like going over this again today. Uh, like I said, I was on a huge John Waters kick this weekend. So I watched uh Serial Mom and I was just <laughs> nice. like this lady was the original Serial Mom.
1: Oh, yeah. I see that.
0: Yeah, and she's like, "Serial killer, the only kind of cereal I know about is biscuits."
1: <laughs> Doesn't work as well, but That's not cereal, bitch. I know. That's a different Breakfast delight.
0: I feel like biscuits are really any time of the day, though.
1: They can be. It matters how you prepare them, if you have them as a side or, like, the main thing. Oh,
0: yeah. These would be really good with some gravy.
1: Oh, my gosh. Biscuits and gravy. One of the best breakfasts. If If it's good biscuits, which these are.
0: And good gravy.
1: Yeah. You're right. All of it needs to be good. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You can't scrimp anywhere on biscuits and
1: gravy. Mm -mm. No. No, sir. No, sir. Not at all. So, that was amazing. Yeah. Should... We chew truths and a lie right now. Sure. So, what do you know about sloths?
0: I know that one of your favorite animals. Uh, or if my favorite animal. Favorite yes. animal. Okay.
1: I don't even know where my love of sloths came from, but it happened. And then I went to Costa Rica to see a sloth in the wild, nice. and it happened. So here are my things for you. So it's more like trivia too. Uh-huh. Sloths have three stomachs. The only thing they do quickly is intercourse, which takes about five seconds. They only defecate every five to seven days.
0: I wanna say it's the I was gonna say three stomachs, but I remember cows have three stomachs. I was like that doesn't think a mammal thing, but cows are mammals.
1: That is accurate.
0: I'm gonna say the intercourse thing.
1: No, they only take about five seconds to have intercourse. It's literally the only quick thing they do. So was it the stomachs? It is the stomachs. They actually have about four. Damn it. It takes them about a week to digest food in every stomach, which is why they have such a slow metabolic rate and why they are so slow.
0: That makes sense because they only poop once a week. And I was going to say, and it's
1: why they only poop once a week, which if you've never seen, this is a weird thing to say, but if you've never seen a sloth pooping video, please look it up immediately. It is the most hilarious thing. They crawl out of a tree or down like a pole if they're in a sanctuary and they do a weird little dance. And then while they're doing their weird little dance, they get the greatest smile you've ever seen. Across their face.
0: Would you say a shitting grin?
1: It is a shitting grin. It is amazing, my friend. A sloth pooping is the funniest, happiest thing. you've. It's the happiest creature on the planet at that point in time.
0: I like that. I like that for them.
1: I mean, it takes them a week to do it. So that's a pretty satisfying thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's an event.
0: Yes. Yeah. Full regalia required.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, this has been episode three. Yeah. We're three in now.
0: I know. It's
1: becoming real. I know. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited to hear what you have up next.
1: Just wait.
0: I mean, assuming you live through the biscuits.
1: Oh, crap. I've got about another five minutes. I think the jury's up on that. Yeah. But in the meantime, follow us on some uh, of the social meds, as it were. I think that's what the kids say. We've got a Twitter and Instagram, Detroit Strange.
0: And then if you have any questions or you want to say hi.
1: Or if you've lived in the Alhambra and want to tell us all about it
0: yeah exactly any of these things and more we have an email address detroitstrange at gmail.com
1: yeah so in the meantime though uh detroit
0: stay strange
1: this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast our theme song was created by sex and violence